friends, we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about this week's new releases of comic books. It is Thursday, April 27th, 2023. And for those of you who don't know, every week uh, on Tuesdays, new DC comics come out. On Wednesdays, new Marvel comics come out. Image Comics, boom, all the indie comics come out on Wednesdays. Uh, and we're here on a Thursday, April 27, 2023, to talk about this week's new releases. Uh, I'm your host, Dimitra Pereira. And if you're watching us live, you can see who the guests are. And that's because you're watching us at twitch.tv slash The Keeg Show or even youtube.com slash The Keeg Show. But if you can't see it and you're just listening to us, then that's because you listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Let me introduce them because it's been a while, I think, for both of them. I'm not quite sure. I can't remember the last time. But first... We got Manny Hundress, a.k.a. Manny Reads Comics. Manny, how's it going? It's going, yeah, it's definitely been a while. Uh, I feel like when you reached out, I was like, oh, man, I don't even know who this stranger is. But, <laughs> but let's see what he wants. <laughs> it's 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 been weird. I think what part of it has been weird is that I've been doing, like, one-person comic talks because, like, people would be canceling. And so then it became, like, a one-person show for a couple of weeks. And then that means just, like, all the other people haven't been on the show. And it's weird but I'm glad to have you. Glad to be back. Um, comics. Yeah. Uh, we also, even longer, Ambrosia Kep, a.k.a. Comics and Cupcakes. Hi. How's it going? Good, really good. How about you? Things have been wild, but I'm glad to have you guys both here to talk about uh, comics this week. And then also, you guys have never done a comic talk together. No. Which I think is wild. Um, I love the amount of like people that you have like found uh, to be part of Comic Talk. And I'm like so excited to be able to talk with everyone. So it's been really sweet. Oh, yeah, for sure. I uh, was Manny going to say something. I was just going to say like every time that it's someone that I haven't talked to on the Comic Talk, I'm always excited. I'm like, oh, someone needs to talk comics with me. Yes. And it's someone not else is it... going to be mad about my takes. Well, <laughs> what's funny is it's it's not that I'm bringing in new blood. It's like Ambrosia has been one of the first guests on the show. Oh like, my goodness! I mean, the show's probably been going around for like two years now. I can't. Mm -hmm. I can't. I think so. I think. Yeah, like I'll have. Things oh, probably like... right now might be the two. When's the two year anniversary of the show? It I might think it be... was. I think it may have already passed because something yeah. showed up on like my Facebook timeline uh of like one of the first episodes i was on in 2021 mm -hmm. yeah so so it's my honor then to be with these veterans look at that <laughs> <laughs> but manny it's been at least a year since you've like started being on the show right i would say a shy of a year at least yeah at least close pretty close i feel like okay just oh i i had brian brian long on the show um uh, uh, a, a couple weeks back, uh, Captain Comic Rex. And I told him, I was like, look, my heart knows that we're friends, but my brain is like, <laughs> what comics does this guy read? What is he into? I don't even remember. So <laughs> uh, we don't have to refresh on that personally, but like, uh, let me know what, what comics you guys read this week. And um, um, that'll remind me what you guys are into because it's been a while Ambrosia. 
Um, I'll never forget. And like, I hold this comment near and dear to my heart that you called me an edgelord for comics. And you are, you I are a comic book so edgelord. Much. I love it so much. Thank you. I think that's like one of like the biggest compliments I've ever received. Um, Good. so like I read the neighbors, um, which was mm -hmm. a super fun one from boom. Um, I, mine was, I, I, I felt really basic this week. Um, I read like amazing or, uh, Mary Jane and black cat and Darth Vader and alien and like, Nothing like, I don't know. I think cool, but uh, yeah. Didn't you read Venom? Oh no, Venom didn't come out this week. Oh, Lethal. Uh, yeah, Lethal Productions. Yes, I did. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, Venom Lethal Protector Two, mm -hmm. number two. Uh, yep. that's at least what you told me. And mm -hmm. uh, and I was so proud of myself. I have figured out how to like download comics onto my iPad, like that I already mm. got. And so like we're doing um like tests today and I'm just like everyone thinks I'm like doing my job and working and I'm just scrolling on comics it was fabulous it was great um is it kind of like the old school thing where you'd put a book inside a book but you put an iPad inside a textbook or something yep exactly but, but you're a teacher thing, I know but that's the best thing and so like when students are like what are you doing I'm like mind your own business go away yeah to be to be fair you don't need an iPad to tell them mind your own business go away no, but like, eighth graders are really mean. What a yeah. what grade do you teach? Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Ooh, yes, math rough. and reading, and they are I'm not gonna lie. They, yeah, they're a little brutal. They're a little brutal, but it's <laughs> great. No, um. Uh. Yeah, junior higher suck. No, I was just gonna say my wife, she's a first grade teacher. Oh. And every once in a while I visit their her class and I uh, volunteer to play like with the fifth graders and the fifth fifth graders are just brutal. Uh, just nothing no, you can't win them over. Everything you do, you you're the worst. So it's like eighth grade, I feel like it's just not gonna be any better. No, they think you're so lame. And like nope. you try I yeah, so it's a little brutal, but it's great. We're surviving. We're surviving. Let's I go. don't have to see them every day, so it's fine. Yes. <laughs> you... No. No. Cool. What'd um, you read, Manny? Yeah. What'd you read, Manny? Uh, let's see. Boom Studios. I went with Behold Behemoth, number five. Mm -hmm. uh, Blue Beetle Graduation Day, number six. Daredevil 10. Doctor Strange, number two. Grimm, number 10. I also read Neighbors, number two. <laughs> Uh, Strange Academy Finals, and uh, what's the furthest place from here? <gasps> this was a, a like a finale week because like three of these books are at the end of the series. I'm really excited to talk about uh, the furthest place from here because I'm a couple issues behind, but I haven't talked to anyone who's like been reading them to hear someone else's take on it. I don't want to hear my take. <laughs> I I haven't now, read I'm a little, it, so I'm a little nervous, Manny, because you have talked about how some people don't like your takes. So I I just feel like everything that you've like shown some excitement for, and I feel bad because I don't want to oh. be like the villain of the of the of the show. But like neighbors, also it was really low on my on my uh, listing this week. Interesting. And I keep saying like, all right, if like when I read the first one, I was like. All right, this was a started off a little weak, but it has my like the plot has my interest, so I'm gonna keep reading it. The second one, and then I read the second one, and I was like, it's still a little weak, but it it, it has my interest. It's just not fully pulling me. You're talking about neighbors, all the way. Yeah, 
Yeah, the neighbors. But here's the coolest thing about comics, and I say this all the time, is that like just because it's not your cup of tea doesn't mean it's like everyone else's and like vice versa. And so like that's why like I am uh I'm a really easy to please person, um, for one, and I hate it. I can never be a movie critic, food critic, um, nothing because I just love everything. Um, but um I also have like so like even like my TikToks, I will never really talk super negatively about comics just because um, I know that someone out there will enjoy it, even though I don't. Um, but this is where like people like you shine because I do not have the uh, uh, the ability to like have like a super like, no, fuck that. Um, unless it's Mary Jane. That's the only time I will say like, no, fuck that. But but didn't um, you read Mary Jane and Black Cat this week? Yes, and I actually like it so much. But that's fine. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me let me quickly go over what I read this week, yes. and then uh, I want to talk about uh, picks of the week. Let's start off positive, and then we'll go into like, you know, not everything is worth reading, or at least worth reading right now. And I have some ideas about that, but whatever. Uh, Daredevil number ten, I read. Doctor Strange number two, I read. Neighbors number two, I read. Uh, Strange Academy Final Six, I read. Uh, I read Sins of Sinister Dominion. I read The Ambassadors number three. Thor 33. Monica Rambeau, Photon 5. Deadpool 6. Captain America, Symbol of Truth number 12. Green Arrow 1. Action Comics 1054. And Deadpool, f- uh, no, not Deadpool 4. I already said Deadpool 6. Yeah, Deadpool 6. Like how you got through a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was caught I on my back feet week. too. I didn't start reading until like yesterday, but normally I start reading on Tuesdays. So I oh, thought I was man. like a day behind. Holy but... cow, that's amazing. Like I am impressed. Well, I also wanted to cross over with you guys. So like, like Neighbors, um, somebody else had recommended it before. So then I read that one after Comic Talk. Uh, Because I, you know, I I don't normally read too many indies, Mm -hmm. but, or at least third party comic publishers. I don't know. Are they indie? I don't know. Anyway, the point being is that like, uh, I read that, you know, to, to kind of cross over with, you know, a couple of you guys. Uh, I got thoughts. Let's talk about our picks. (laughs) Okay. What did, what, what's your number one pick out of what you, out of what you read? Oh, and uh, uh, I'm shouting out because we are streaming to Twitch and YouTube, uh, both of them slash the Keeg show. Uh, we got uh, aggressively relaxing, saying my kind of reviewer bad should be reserved for stuff that is actually bad, uh, which which is fair. Have I told you guys I don't yuck pe- other people's yums, but there's one comic that I will actively fight against. I will actively say do not read it as a piece of heart garbage. I don't respect it. That is it. There's one comic. Oh, okay. Now you have to tell us. Have I told you guys? I don't think so. Well, I, I don't I don't think I know it. I feel like I know, but I don't remember. I, it's I don't the remember boys. My head. The oh. boys comic. Not the boys show. The boys show is great. But the boys comic. Interesting. Can, can you, absolute garbage. It can you is, give us a little like spill of why? I mean, it's racist. It's sexist. Oh, it's, it's grotesque. It lacks a... It has like this nihilistic take on everything. It's super pessimistic, uh, which is fine, but it 
it's shock value for shock value's sake. It's 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 gratuitous everything. Um, and it lacks a intellectual point. It's like, oh, I'm given a platform as a comic book writer to write anything that I want and people will read it. And that's what Garth Ennis came up with. Mm. I could see that. Yeah. But the show, on the other hand, say, is very intellectual. The show's good. The show's good. The show has an intellectual point to it. So the satire works, but the comic's not satire. The comics is just, let's make, make horrible things happen. Yeah, okay. yeah that what makes you- sense. Um, and typically we don't get to say that uh, the show is better than the comic. So that is one to keep in mind. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and also shout out to Dyad in the Force. Uh, it says, Demetri reads comics in his sleep and then wakes up and stares into the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, back before I had a full-time job, everybody was like, when do you sleep? Because I was always awake when people were asleep. And then I'll also be awake when people are awake. Uh, but now I'm back to being a normal functioning human being. So I do sleep. Welcome yeah. to society. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh what's our what's our pick of the week? Ooh. Up to you. Mine was aliens. I like here's the thing is I'm frustrated. Kind of frustrated. I don't know. Um, this is like the third number one that we've had. Yes. A lot. Yes, and I'm I, frustrated as well. I okay. And I hate that so much. It's been out for like two years, right? Like this is the third number one in like two years. I yeah. Say. Yeah. Wow. And so like the last series, we had another story arc, like in issue seven, um, which was great. And I liked that, but I don't understand why we have to keep going back to a number one. Predator um, is doing the same thing. If you're reading yes, Predator. Yes, I am. And I hate that as well. Um, it's super frustrating, um, but I'm a sucker for it. And I really hate that. Um, yeah. And so it, I, it's like they want an anthology. They want to just tell self-contained stories and then they start over at number one if they're going to start the story over. But I'm like, that's not what comics are. What do you mean? And I'm all for anthologies. And actually, I would love, see, this would be, that would be beautiful if this would be an anthology and um, have it in like, I would absolutely love that. Um, But I hate that they started over again and I hate that I love the story so much um yeah. and we have a whole nother like um different universe like they're on like the moon um right now which i feel yeah. like we i haven't seen that in a while so um yeah. i'm all about a new storyline um and i mean like here's the thing it's also like really predictive and this is why i don't i don't know why it's my pick of the week i really enjoyed it um but it's so predictable like we all know what's going to happen right and like everyone's right. going to die um and then it's going to be like the underdog is going to come save but yeah i can't put it down did you read the previous arc? Yes. The, the one with the synthetic, what were they called? Synths, I think. Mm-hmm. Are they called synths? Um, where there's like a black ops group of, of synths that are going in to take out the, you know, biological, whatever. But um, does it pick up? But does it, mm-hmm. does it cross over? Not yet. Okay. Because no. Predator, the new Predator one, all I- uh, crosses over with the previous Predator series. Yeah, no, we haven't seen that yet. But okay. maybe in issue two. Yeah. We'll see that, mm-hmm. but no. What I like is a couple of different things. First thing, you guys know, remember, like, Disney bought 20th Century Fox, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Except for Fox News. Fox News got to stay its own thing. And then Disney bought all the properties, right? 
And so then they kept the studio, but they called it 20th Century Studios. So they take out the Fox name. So Disney owns 20th Century Studios and they have it as like its own brand. So you'll see it on like movies that Fox had produced before the buyout. Um, they'll be released with 20th Century Studios. Um, you see it on Hulu. There's a lot of movies that came out on Hulu or, or uh, Pre- uh, Prey that came out most recently. Oh, yeah. Prey on Hulu had an opener that wasn't 20th Century Fox. It was 20th Century Studios. Well, and then did you see that 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 was on the top of the cover? Of, oh, yes. Of Alien. So now because Disney owns Marvel, Marvel can now do comic books based off of Fox movie properties. So now they've branded in the upper left-hand corner of the Marvel Fox or Marvel 20th Century properties, 20th Century Studios in the upper left-hand side. Mm -hmm. So Alien, Predator, Planet of the Apes. I don't know what else. (gasps) Are they going to do... Are we going to have Planet of the Apes coming out? Comic? Well, comic. uh, Yeah, I think they announced a new movie. And then um, they have a new uh, number one comic that came out. Oh, I didn't realize that. They announced a movie? I didn't hear about the movie. I knew about the comic, not the movie. I I think they announced that they're going to do a new movie. Because the previous trilogy was amazing. Like one of the best trilogies of all time. Like it was really good. Um, but yeah, I think they're doing another Planet of the Apes movie. That's um, yeah, I'm, I'll try to find more information about that. Anyway, the point being is now they have like that. And I, I don't know what other properties they have. Um, but I think those are the three. If they have any other comic properties, I'm not quite sure. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I love branding. I kind of, <laughs> I, I geek out over branding, which is also how I run the key too, right? All the multiple shows with like different names. And I'm like, how am I going to brand this? Um, but I um, also just like the fact, what was that? Oh, uh, I was going to tell you how, like, I first realized that the key show was um, spelled geek backwards. Yeah. Um, and I, the only reason, the only way I realized that was because one of my students is dyslexic. Like they saw like something like me being on like the geek show. And he's like, why are you going on the geek show? And I was like, if the geek show, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, you, there's this post right here that you're on the geek show. And I was like, no, that says the geek show. And then I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) backwards. And I was like, hashtag dyslexia rules. Yeah, the only reason I know that it's a, that it's geek backwards because I asked. I would never have figured it out. <laughs> I, I needed him to tell me. It's four letters, and it's just two of the letters that are swapped. But okay, I know, and, and it's crazy. It's crazy, but uh, yeah, I had me. It's okay. Me. No, it's okay. All right, sorry. What was the picks of the week? Uh, mine was uh, behold, behemoth. Oh, okay. It was the final issue. It's only five issues, and um, it just wrapped up beautifully. And uh, hopefully, the way it wrapped up, it means that there's a, a book two coming out because it said the end of book one. So, and it was it. So, if 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 it really was like the final issue, final issue of the series and everything, then it didn't wrap up beautifully. But the way that this wrapped up, the villains got like a power up, the heroes got a power up. There's still a mystery that needs to be solved. Just everything was beautiful about it to to want to read more. So mm. hopefully there's a book to come. What's out. a quick premise of this series, this five issue series? So basically, the end of the world happened. You know, always the end of the world. <laughs> and um, 
uh, society thrived still. It's still alive and everything. But there are some of these monsters, these giant monsters called behemoths that that uh, threaten the world, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, our main character, he he travels. I don't want to say with a behemoth, but he travels alongside a behemoth. And uh, th- their mission is to to find out what caused the fall of the earth and how they can prevent it from getting worse. So the behemoths are just like, like giants. Are they metal or are they wood? Like I see like trees on the back of their head. Is that a real, is that a thing? From the way the artist makes it look, it looks like trees and every single one of them looks like, you know, wooden, but I would say it's more like hardened flesh. Okay. They're like huge giants. Yeah, basically. And, uh, That's the best way I can I can uh, describe it without spoiling it because I know that five issues are out and everything, but I do want I recommend this book a lot because everything, every single issue I I do I have my own like little rating system that I do on my own because I am that kind of nerd. And, uh, <laughs> everything is on a scale of one to fifteen. There's no zeros, and Behold Behemoth never got below thirteen. It was always thirteen, fourteen, or fifteen. Out of these five issues. So I really truly think that it's going to be uh, probably the best series that I've read this year. Oh, that's okay. awesome. And we're only in, in April. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's awesome. The, again, this isn't something that I would normally pick up. Um, but what's cool about this show is is hearing when things are good versus not good, right? Right. And, and that's the one thing. The, the longer that I've been reading comics, so I've been reading comics since 2011 that's not too long but um the farther that i've been reading it the the longer that i've been reading it the more i'm like i want to get away from the two and the indie comics really do have such original stories that have an actual beginning and end you don't need to know 80 years worth of of history to to know what's going on Mm -hmm. everything is there within that book or within that collection that's going to happen right Um, which like one of my problems with neighbors is that I don't know what's going on, right? <laughs> but I know that I am going to know by the end of the series, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be something that I need to read for years and years and years. It's just, I'm annoyed because I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, We will we will talk about Neighbors after I say my pick of the week. And then we'll talk about Neighbors because all three of us, I think, read Neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. So um, my my pick of the week, it's... Uh, uh, it, it, it's tough. Uh, I wanted to say Green Arrow number one. And the art is amazing. The story is really good. But the story is definitely a setup for the first arc. So it's kind of, it's 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 kind of like, I don't like origin, like superhero origin movies as much as like the second movie in the, in the series. Like I tend to like the second superhero movie better than the first. That's just me. So this one was kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's setting it up. And it's like, ah, just let's get to it. You know? <laughs> um Oh, oh, uh. okay. So uh, uh, mm. it's one of two, but I'm trying to figure out which one would be the better one. Okay. Um. Well, I'm. Well, what just happened? What? This is why you need I'm, a system like me. Like you need a rating system to know what which one to tell it's, yourself it, which one. It's one of two. <laughs> no, sorry. Since I just thought I saw you have like your brain aneurysm there for a I, Kind of, kind of. Uh, my 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 picks are either Sins of Sinister Dominion or Deadpool number six. Um, and it's funny. Okay, I'm just gonna talk about Deadpool number six. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna pick that one just so I can talk about it. Deadpool 
is one of those characters like he has to be funny right but everybody's view on what is funny differs and so when i watched like deadpool the first movie like deadpool is just kind of frat boy humor in that movie and that's not the deadpool that i love i love looney tunes-esque deadpool i like like just legitimately funny deadpool i guess where it's not at the expense of others necessarily like it's not just him killing people and making jokes it's he is just jokey in general he'll go and get ice cream and make a joke like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. this run has been really good um it's six issues in and this is the first issue off the new arc because the first arc was five issues and this new one um uh deadpool has a partner um they their name is Valentine Wong and Valentine has like, like syringes on the tip of their fingers. Wow. And then Deadpool like also Death has Strike, kind of, well, Deathstrike is also in this. It has to do with a bunch of assassins in the first couple uh issues. And Valentine is part of this like assassins league and Deathstrike wants to be in the league. Uh, but doesn't get in. But then Deathstrike is also kind of a reluctant friend of Deadpool in this comic. So in this comic, Deadpool just wants to go like on a date. Valentine. Friends. All of Deadpool's friends are reluctant friends. Yeah. So <laughs> Deadpool wants to go on a date with Valentine without it being interrupted. And so Deadpool goes on the date. But then Deadpool, as of last issue, has a huge symbiote dog that calls him mommy or something like that like it like was birthed from his guts um and so he has a big dog and there are still assassins on their trail so deathstrike says okay i will watch the dog for you while they go on a date and it's legitimately funny you got like looney tune antics you do have gore and that's cool like that's deadpool for you you know Mm -hmm. um you know, you have crass humor. You have smart humor. I like the mix of humors. That's uh, a, a big thing for Deadpool. You know, it's like you got to have a good mix of humor, dumb humor and smart humor. And so <laughs> this is the run that I think is doing it right. And I'm happy for it. Good. Yeah. Who's, uh, whose voice do you hear when you read Deadpool? Do you do you hear Ryan uh, Reynolds? Mm, no. I don't know. No. I... I don't know. I don't know whose voice I, I I hear. I think it's just a more cartoony voice. I feel like if it's not Ryan Reynolds, then it has to be. A, I always mispronounce his name. Uh, is it Will Friedel or Friedel? Will Friedel? No. See, I, I got it wrong completely. But you were. Right. You got the F right. It's all that matters. I got the F right. Will <laughs> F. Will F. But in my it, head, I'd be like, like Will Ferrell. Wait. Will are we Ferrell? talking about the same person? Will Friedel is Batman Beyond's voice. Oh my uh, god. He also. He was Eric on Boy Meets World. Okay, that makes sense. But I was thinking, yeah. like, sorry, if I if someone was like, "Oh my gosh, have you seen that movie with Will F?" I feel like, "Oh my gosh, Will Ferrell." Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Will Friedle is not a huge star anymore. You know, he was on Boy Meets World. He voiced for <laughs> Unstoppable on Kim Possible. You know, he would make a good Deadpool voice. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but now I'm only going to hear Will Ferrell. When I read it, I wish that'd be amazing. Um, but yes, De- Deadpool six is has been a good run. So um, 
you know, good for good been for talking them. up Deadpool that series like the last two times that I I got on here. You always mentioned Deadpool, and I keep saying I'll probably get into it. I'll probably I think I think now I'm in. Now that one arc is done, I'll I'll jump into it. You I'll could you. it's 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 fun because you you also you know like when when comic books are always like oh yeah we have this like group of assassins they're always assassins you've seen before like DC does it a lot where they're like of course Deathstroke and Deadshot and Merlin and they're <laughs> all gonna be on the team and it's like well in this they create whole new assassin characters that we've just never seen before because they've but they've been operating for however long you know that also is kind of scary because like uh, are they just going to become fodder like these nameless grunts that sometimes in love with and then (laughs) (laughs) yeah sometimes you know there is death in deadpool which i think is cool because like here's the thing is that it's not like a death that is super emotional right but it's more of like oh okay great he died it's i think it's i found it no i found it like similar to like uh deaths in like suicide squad or um what was yeah. the comic that was like the like similar to suicide squad but wasn't i don't remember but never mind uh or they just kill off people maybe it was okay. suicide squad. yeah well i just i like the idea that like you can build up like a background like assassin he's like i got like big cannons for arms and i'm gonna riddle you with bullets and then suddenly like they get eaten by a tyrannosaurus you know like <laughs> okay cool they're gone but yeah no this is this is the run i think worth jumping onto deadpool for the art is really good too who is the artist Mm, i do not know um let's see or who's writing deadpool right now um i can't read no, you can, I believe. Oh, Alyssa Wong and um is the writer and artist is Javier Pena. Okay, there we go. Again, mm, art's what amazing. other stuff? What other stuff has he done? Yeah. Um, he's done Swamp Thing and Captain America, Steve Rogers. Mm. Mm. And he's gonna be doing Captain Marvel, issue number 50. By the way, I looked it up. Uh it's called Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is the new one. And it takes place where War of the Planet of the Apes uh, left off. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, for any Planet of the Apes fans out there. Um, let's talk about Neighbors number two, because I read Neighbors number one after whoever was on Comic Talk recommended me. It's by Boom Studios. It's like a horror thriller kind of suspense weirdo like kind of. Comic. Yeah, I don't think any of us really know what's going on yet. Um, but it's just weird so far. Kind of menacing. I remind me of like a I can't horror movie. Sense. Like yeah. Beginning of the movie. But here's the thing: like, so it has to do with a family that moved to the middle of nowhere, but they had do have neighbors. It's called the neighbors. Um neighbors, yeah. But there's also like an old lady kind of witch that lives next door. And then like the forest has maybe a demon. I, I'm not quite sure. Maybe something out there. And then the youngest or not the youngest, the oldest daughter gets possessed, I'm assuming. But like she doesn't strike out to kill them. She's just like messing with them. 
Yeah, she doesn't kill them yet. They can't kill people off in the second issue. Well, depends. If the demon's purpose to kill you, then they would kill you right away. What's the purpose? You know? That's true. That's true. That's the mystery. Like an alien doesn't wait. Like, I get it. I get that you need to build that suspense, especially for a horror book. You know, you need to build, but like, give me something. I don't have a thread to pull on yet. Just a lot of things happening. It's creepy. No, um, I definitely agree with there's a lot of things happening. I had to go back and reread uh, like halfway through the issue. I got really lost. Um, and so I had to go back and reread. Um, like, I know this sounds really bad, but like issue one, I think I was super confused. And I, for some reason, I thought like the toddler was uh, going through transitioning, not the dad. Yeah. Um, so the entire time I thought it was the little girl who was transgender yeah. and not the dad. And so I was yeah. like, this, I had to go back. Um, but I think like how you compared it with a horror movie, like horror movies are either like really good or really bad and there's no in between so with this comic it's either going to be really good or really bad um but like some other similar horror comics i feel like uh they all start off like really good and they get you intrigued to want to read the next issue um i was lost and i want to read the next issue just because i want to figure out what's going on yeah really where i'm at too and the art really is perfect for like what it's setting up the art is very i think it's uh, the same artist of from something is killing the children that makes sense because that is what it reminded me of like Mm. uh one of the pictures that they had of like the daughter the oldest daughter looked exactly like a scene right out of something's killing the children Mm. at the end of this issue i will say like that teenage daughter like everything that she's doing i i feel like like I get chills. I'm just like, so like, what are you, what are you doing? Why are you looking at like her like that? And yeah, the, her her facial like gestures is just very very un, you know. So which is perfect for horror. I, I I've been really getting into horror uh, books lately. The Harrower from Boom Studios is another good one. Uh, the, Maggie uh, Vegan Superkick uh, has been talking about Harrower. It's a, it's really good so far. This third issue that came out was probably the weakest, but that doesn't mm. mean it was like bad. It was just yeah, you know, a lot of good things. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of indie books have been going into that horror section. So yeah, um, horror horror comics are on the rise, and they're some of my favorites. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there's just a bunch of weird things in this in this book that will hopefully make sense. I I think that the witch is not bad. I was just going to ask. I think the witch put a protection spell on the youngest daughter and had to kill the frog to utilize that protection spell. That makes sense. Yeah, that was my next question, is if you thought the witch was good or bad. And I think they're trying to set it up to make her look bad and that she is the one who's causing Uh, all this. But I think, no, that you're right, that she absolutely is protecting the youngest. um, And yeah, no, that makes complete sense. I like that. I did, that did not register in my head at all. It makes complete sense. but I mean, it's still say, gross. Like, to me, I thought they were together. Like, I thought they were yeah. all in it together. And uh, Well, that's it. it does seem like that because the, the witch and then the oldest daughter look at each other and the oldest daughter smiles. And it just makes mm-hmm. it seem like, they're yeah, they're together. But I don't think they are. They never actually talk. Yeah. So no. it could just be the, like the evil person looking at the protagonist and like smiling like, I'll get you later. Like, I see what you just yeah. did, and I'll get you later. But we never, we never saw from the first issue, the 
like the men that broke in or that were trying to break in, Yeah. you never see them again. And I'm just like, what happened to them? Are they the neighbors too? Are they, who, who are I think they? they're from the forest to possess the daughter, right? They grabbed the daughter, right? That was something. Yep. So they grabbed the daughter and they pulled the daughter away and the daughter came back. So what happened? I don't know. We'll what see happened? in time. What happened to Oliver? What happened to Oliver that he went into the ground and then woke up in his bed? It's 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 an intriguing story, but right now, it, again, because yeah. I don't know anything for sure, it's just like give me something, which I'm sure the third issue will will definitely do. Yeah, I hope so because of <clears throat> I think this is um, a comic where you know we see um, and like on a broader scale of a like a relatable side for those uh, who are transgender and going through the transitioning process. Um, and we see that in the dad who, you know, yeah. he doesn't want, he's scared of like the reality of people looking at him and judging him. And I think um, it's neat to see that put into the comic book form because we just have more representation of um, more people out there. I think it's about the, the tr uh, transfer of paranoia. There's like real life paranoia. And then there's this paranoia that like there's a witch, you know, which yeah. is different, but still paranoid. It reminds me of the scene of it's it's just another question that I have, like with the daughter. It looks like she still has all her memories back because she she even says when she's talking to Oliver, Oh, are these the, the injections that you need to make you feel like yourself? <gasps> oh, yeah. so right. There are some, just, some low jabs going on right there. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I don't know. Was, yeah. Maybe I read it wrong um, or something. Uh, but why uh, they called it poison? I, I was confused about that. I was like, I don't understand why it's poison for everybody else. Yes. Other so, than Oliver. I was very confused about that. And I didn't know if I was missing something, but they called like the, was it the testosterone? Yeah. I like... think it's testosterone. Right. But yeah. I think it's, I think it's, I mean, it probably just isn't good for the baby to, to in general. Yeah. To yeah, be around. But, right. But like, the thing is, is like, why would they call it? poison i don't know there was some weird uh i i yeah. had to go back and that part didn't make sense to me but yeah i just I'm, thought yeah, i just thought like poison. the baby might like might get on the glass that was broken um you know but oh but like and then the the, the oldest daughter went to the baby and like whispered something that the baby comprehended and like was scared about that's creepy oh right. yeah yeah and yeah. then with the yeah. stuffed animal cat too yeah yeah. yeah there's lots of things lot. there, there there is a lot to unpack so yeah maybe we'll find out we'll, more. yeah we'll find out hopefully soon um what was uh was there another one that we all read you guys uh, both read daredevil right did you read daredevil ambrosia no i was supposed to i was really sad because it got damaged this week so they didn't put it in my oh. box um oh, you guys Manny, can talk about it how, how are you feeling about daredevil Manny? I want to say that this is the um, best Spider-Man that I've read all year. No. <laughs> somebody, somebody was saying that online that this no. writer should. Oh, it's it's Chip, right? That yeah. Chip should be writing. Yeah. Chip should be writing Spider-Man. Chip does understand Spider-Man. He wrote um, Spider-Man Life Story, right? Mm -hmm. And he wrote. I don't know what else he wrote, but you know, like yeah, I, th I thought it was a was... good book. Um, it's. I really don't. I, I've been liking in general the story of daredevil and this whole arc that he's going through 
I don't like what Daredevil is doing. Um, and then like, like saying like he's he's doing this for I I it's tough because I I agree with him. Like there's there's parts of it I agree where he's like, you can't change the system by always following the system. You have to you have to break the system to to have change. Yeah, definitely agree. The way he's going about it, don't agree with it. And then at the end of this, like. He's like he's the whole time he's saying I'm I'm done with fate I'm done with fate I'm done with destiny and prophecies, but everything he's doing is for prophecies and following fate even at the end of the issue, and yeah. so it's just like confusing like what do, where do you stand Daredevil what are you doing what do you want, uh but but other other than that like watching it's always great to watch the heroes fight <laughs> each other, always great to see. <laughs> Uh, Electra go up against uh, Captain America, Iron Man yeah. going against Tegron. Uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, he calls him a T-Rex, which I thought was weird. Is that kind of weird? Like, but I also don't yeah. think it's, like, out of the ordinary. I don't feel like, and Tony Stark fans are gonna get mad at me, but I don't think Tony is smart with everything. I don't think he knows all the different, do you think he knows all the dinosaur names? Do you think he, he was a dinosaur, dinosaur kid? Name. But I think he knows no. what a T-Rex looks like. <laughs> and yeah. I know, I'm pretty sure it's just him being sarcastic and just being like, I got the T-Rex. Don't worry about it. But he's a, his name is Stegron. He's a Stegosaurus monster. Oh, I definitely right. think he was being sarcastic. Because he's just a dick. Yeah. In like the dick. best just, way. Yeah. Uh, Daredevil versus Spider-Man is is always such a good fight because of both of their abilities. You know, they, one has yeah. spider sense, one has that radar sense. It's it's gonna be a great fight, which it was. And then uh Chichetto, Marco Chichetto, mm. beautiful art. Can't go wrong yeah. with it. It was it was yeah. uh I think it was my top one of my top five books, honestly. Yeah. It's been one of uh I mean the uh, one of the best runs of Daredevil. And I I include this run with the previous run because it's the same run. It just started back as number one, but yes. I one. hate that so much. Who knows? And they're doing yeah. the same thing with the uh, with Strange Academy. Like they they had a eighteen issue yeah. run. They started it at number one again, but mm -hmm. continued the story. And we we might get into it later. But the, this one just ended, and it might come back. I'm I'm I I'm not surprised, or at least I wouldn't be surprised if it was behind the scenes bureaucratic stuff. Like just like kind of somebody had mentioned that like Mark Miller. The reason he renumbers each of the magic orders, like the magic order books, uh, instead of doing one continuous series, he releases them in like six issue chunks and then starts over is that it's for licensing and, and ownership reasons. So he'll work with an artist for six issues and they own the magic order one or the magic order two or the magic order three as a duo. So like instead of changing the artist every six issues, where the artist doesn't own anything as a whole. Um, so there might be some bureaucratic red tape behind the scenes on why they want to renumber things. It may just be that they want to do another issue number one. But like when it comes to Chip and this run, I'm sure there was a reason behind it. It happened after creators, Devil's Reign. Do the creators have ownership in No, in not Marvel at Marvel. DC? No. That's what I was wondering. Oh. But I don't. I don't know how it works. I'm sure there was something behind the scenes that made them have to restart it. That makes sense. You know. Yeah. But maybe maybe his contract was for a specific amount of issues, and then they oh, he okay. jumped back onto it, and then they were like, "Well, 
we have you contract, like we have to start it over then. And it's like, okay, let's start it over, create a new contract. Could be that. We never know, you know, because we're not behind the scenes. No, but I definitely think you should be. Thank you. Because I think I would love you, to. I would love you're to. You're fabulous at it. Um, uh, what else? Uh, what do you, when did you been to Strange Academy Finals, number six? Uh, Manny, Manny's been reading this. I've been reading this. Ambrosia, not for you. Have you read no. any Strange Academy? No. I think you would no. love it. I do think you no. would love you it. You would love it. Yeah. What issue are we on? Well, this there was Strange Academy, and then there's Strange Academy Finals. The finals those are just a six issue miniseries to kind of pick up where it left off and then finish it off. So this was the final issue for this stint of Strange Academy. Okay, I'll have to I have to check it out. It's fun. Yeah. It's a it's it's like Harry Potter, but in the Marvel universe. Right? And I love Harry Potter so. Love Harry yeah, Potter, can't see so. I'm, I'm behind you. I'm up. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So this issue was good, though. I mean, it just finished it all up. Was it good, Manny? It was. It was a good ending. It was a satisfying ending. Uh, yeah. The main antagonist. Because uh, I don't want to spoil. It. If you're gonna read, yeah, it, don't, I don't spoil. spoil it. It. Oh no, no, no! That. Please spoil it. Here's the thing: is uh, I. I read the end of the books. I Google to see okay. who dies. Like, I'm the worst person. I have to emotionally be prepared for all the happiness and all of the sad. So please spoil away. I'm going to take a quick break really, really, really quick and go grab something. But I'll be right back. So you, oh, look, perfect time to talk about it. Okay, we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, no, you... I just, the whole protagonist, like her reasoning, like her not seeing the how illogical she is yeah. like continuously saying like i'm trying to save you i'm trying to save you as she kills one and as she yeah. hurts others and everything like it just it's really maddening and i think it did a good job of because i really love this book i love the series yeah and i really liked emily bright and then even though i really like she her, starts off as the, her, the like, hero of the of the series right exactly and like now i'm just like mad at her the whole time and but I got, it's not like I'm mad. I hate this book. This is the worst book ever. It's I'm mad because I'm so emotionally involved in this. And yeah. that's, that's how good Scotty Young did writing this book. You know, it but, makes me think it makes me think of like, what if Harry Potter had slowly turned to the dark side throughout Harry Potter and joined Voldemort? That would be kind of like what this happens here. Right. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're like, because exactly Emily is like the main character to start off the whole series and you're meant to follow her through her magical journey, and then she slowly changes. Right? I forget what made her change. Do you remember? So when, um, again, spoilers. If you're listening, yeah. this is gonna be like a whole huge thing from the story. But basically, Doyle died, and is because the professors weren't doing their job in protecting the students. They were putting the students in harm's way. She was able to bring Doyle back by taking some of his dark energy, his dark magic. And because he had, he is Dormammu's son, that dark magic infected her little by little, you know, mm. just, you know, she was already upset that this, that the teachers weren't protecting the students. So that dark magic just infected it more and more. And then eventually yeah. it just blew up to what we have here. That makes me want to, um, that makes me want to, I, I need to buy the trades. I need to buy the trades and also, read them back again. I will say, I, I, I forgot also Calvin, Calvin's whole storyline. Is another with the jacket? Set it off. Hmm? With the jacket? 
Is that Calvin? Yeah, the whole he's the he he uh he's got the jacket. He becomes like a <laughs> a drug dealer with magic. Yeah. Uh, and instead of helping him, the teachers were like, "You're expelled. Be gone." And she's just like, "That's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to help us." And yeah, that was just like another thing that set her off. Just just say you don't care about us. You just want to feel better about yourself. And and then she do, did a whole bunch of illogical things. And it's a great story. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to look up the like how I can get all the issues of the series, but I do want to reread it because I've I've said this since the beginning. This is or this could be the MCU's answer to Harry Potter. Yeah. And I think it'd be great if the MCU jumped on the magical portion of everything like uh, of this universe. And before mm-hmm. HBO Max or now what's called max before max hey what's up i have a visitor this is my nephew he was he was a little upset that tia bro was upstairs or downstairs mm, podcasting cool so, so he he's playing with some are, are you tia bro i'm tia bro yeah i'm <laughs> yeah he because ambrosia bro you know the bro so. yeah okay yeah. um um what was it uh i think that like the MCU, if they were smart, they would create a Strange Academy show before Max starts their Harry Potter show. That would. would... Say... Go ahead. I was just gonna say that that'd be a pretty good idea because they've already got like the Young Avengers almost there. Yeah. So Young Avengers mixed in with Strange Academy as well. You got a whole mm-hmm. team lineup right there, and you're setting yeah. yourself up for the future. And ah. you can you can introduce more like Doctor Strange. Uh, characters as well like like brother voodoo you can introduce like brother voodoo you know you can introduce like a bunch of like rando magical things that you could use in the movies you know you can show up oh yeah out of the loop of strange academy but is that something that the mcu would have to like set up pretty heavily because like look how many years it took for us to like set up the avengers um and to have like a good team behind them so like with strange academy that they have to do that as well i don't think so Strange academy is a bunch of new uh all the kids kids that have magic yeah you know so we don't know any of them so so, like they wouldn't have to have an origin story but no. The only the only problem I see, and I don't think it's a problem at all because you can just you know forget about it. But um, the teachers, the teachers at Stranger Academy are, are magic from X Men. Um, yes, Brother Scarlet Voodoo, Witch, Scarlet Witch, got, Agatha Harkness is in there. Mm. Uh, Nico something I forgot. Uh, Nico Minoru from Runaways. Minoru. Yeah, yeah. So you got people that are established, but. You, you can just create any any uh, teacher. That's fine. I don't think anybody would be too mad about that. No. Also, Nico Minoru, they could reintroduce her because she was on the show Runaways. There was the Runaways show on Hulu. And so, yeah, Nico Nico's one of the main Runaways. And so uh, they could reintroduce her as like, now it's been five years, you know, since Runaways. Now we just re- like we don't know whether do. Runaways the show's in canon or not. We don't know, but like they could just say like this is the MCU Nico Minoru, cast the same much, actress yeah. and and move on. I think I think it could work, especially in if you can start it in a year or two. I think you beat Harry Potter because Harry Potter's not going to start anytime soon. 
So that's, that's you don't great. think so? Definitely jump on it. No, they've just started talking about it. And then I don't know. I we will see what happens with this with this new Harry Potter thing. Um uh, so this is uh, your chance to make in your money and give pitch them your idea. You can't pitch unsolicited. That's the problem. You can't that, believe in you. That's the thing about this industry. It's like um, whether it's movies or TV or even comic books, you can't pitch unsolicited. You have to be invited. You have to to the table. Or you know? or you could just manifest it and have some positive energy there, Demetri. Gosh. No, no. Use the positivity kidding, in another angle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like in another okay. way, yeah, yeah. You never know. Like, listen, crazy things happen on TikTok. You can make it yeah. happen. If there's it's, anyone it, who could do it, it's you. I believe. It sounds like my mom when she's just like, "Why don't you send a video <laughs> to to SNL? Why don't you, you know, send a video to SNL? They'll they'll do it. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Ambrosia, what did you read? What's something that you wanted to talk about? Um, so you brought up uh, Mary Jane and Black Hat, and yeah. I can't. Has anyone reading reading that series? Uh, I think I read issue one First. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, I collect all Spider Man, so even though I may not like a comic book, I'm still gonna buy it. Um, but I did. I walked into not liking Black Hat and Mary Jane to it being um actually really good. Um, That's good. And and I know Manny, you have your hot takes, and I love it so much. Um. Um, for me, like Mary Jane is probably one of my least favorite characters. Um, however, this duo works really well. And I actually really enjoy her in this, which I don't enjoy her in much. So um, I just love the uh, dynamic duo between both of them. And what started as like just a one shot um, has like transpired into a whole series which has been fun and i think jed mckay has been like doing pretty good at it uh because he did a whole like black hat series so i think he has like a good like handle on black hat and mary jane and then their relationship together and like the peter parker um aspect of it it's actually been like really good here's a question for both of you oh sorry many no many go because mine's a more open i love question. that the relationship is not toxic at all like they yeah. they understand that they both have a path and they just move on they yeah. do and that's so cool to see even like uh what i love about it is that you have and maybe it's just like my feminine angle on it but you have like two women who have like had shared the same boyfriend which we see in like the real world but you don't see them like being bitchy about it but um like you see them like fix each other's crowns instead of like taking it it's yeah. like a beautiful relationship that i wish more people had right i think a lot of that stems from like real world like in the real world it stems from jealousy and and insecurity yeah. and whatnot and which is understandable why if somebody doesn't want to hang out with their ex's ex uh that's fair i was gonna ask you guys if you guys have ever hung out with an ex's ex absolutely not <laughs> my own crown <laughs> <laughs> Um, so fun fact, my husband, uh, he was my ex's best friend and that's how oh. we met, but it was like high school. That doesn't count. Harry like, Osborne, Peter Parker thing going. Ooh, a little bit. Um, but okay. like we all were friends. We're still all really good friends now. It all worked yeah. out, but okay. and it wasn't weird or toxic at all. It was. Like, I was just about to say, like, I, I really can't speak to this because I, I married my high school um, sweetheart. So, like, I really don't really have any exes to begin with. So, uh, that, that's I don't sweet. have that, that battle. Um, good, good for good for you guys. 
Um, I'm over here um, single, real quick, single and alone. Speaking of Spider-Man. Good for you guys. Um, speaking of Spider-Man, my oh. nephew would like to show his Spider-Man chapstick. Can you set up a little higher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> what? Really Even cool. higher. Put it yeah, up to the sky. Really Make him swing. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do you use it? I don't Parker. need it right now. No, it opens up. Oh, uh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Nice. Yes. Peter Parker chapstick, Tia Bro's house. <laughs> um, um, this is not sponsored, but anyways. I know, right? But however, if anyone would like to sponsor me, Smuckers, um, both of you guys read Strange, Doctor Strange, right? Yeah. Yeah. How was I didn't get to it. I had it, but I we, we got about let's just say 10 more minutes. So okay. we let's we can get through everything that everybody read. Um okay. we just can't talk too much about it. Um I'm liking I, I don't know, Manny, like I'm liking the uh this new Doctor Strange run, especially because it shows like I respect Clea and I don't like the disrespect to Clea. Like if they were gonna like write her off now that Doctor Strange is back, but no, they're like yeah. a working professional married couple and i like that angle that like you can professionally work with your partner and be stronger because of it you know right yeah you were just mentioning uh jed mckay and he's writing dr strange as well so he he's he can really do relationships you know whether it's a romantic relationship or a relationship this with dr strange and clea it was it was beautiful like they went and they fought their fears and like it was like hey we're not going to fight our own fears. We're going to, you know, I take care of my husband and my husband takes care of me. And like, it was, it was really great. Like, yeah, there was a, just a scene where um, the fear of, of Clea is that she's a monster, right? She's the daughter of a warlord and everything. And no one will ever see her as more than a monster. She's the and niece she's of Dormammu. Of that, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then Dr. Strange, he sees himself as like a really old person because of a storyline that I didn't read back in the day. I and, forgot uh, about that. Yeah. He's like thousands of years old. Yeah. He's, he's technically 5,000 years old. And so they were about to like lose this fight, but then they kind of switched and there's like, I, I um, stand up where my, where my significant other um, needs help. Right. So yeah. like they switch dance partners essentially. And, that was just a very easy fight. And that was just a great scene from that, from that issue. Yeah. Um, yeah um, I'm loving it. It was in, it was in the nightmare realm, right? There's something going on with nightmare because I don't know if you guys read that issue of X-Men, but there was a Halloween issue of X-Men where nightmare comes out into the real world and Jean Grey takes them down. That was a great callback. That was, yeah. that was cool. And well, and then recently she just went back into it. And something happened. Yeah, there was a recent X-Men issue as well. So they've kind of been revisiting Nightmare as an entity over a couple of different series, which I think is interesting. This is the kind of crossover stuff that I like. Like, I don't yeah. need it to be a huge event. I don't no. need it to be like, hey, in your face, you need to read these next five issues. Here's a checklist. No, like, this is just a subtle callback. And, yeah. and it's an overarching story. Like, that's great. I love that. I mean, you know that like Marvel was itching to be like, okay, what if we call this event called Frightmare? Okay. It has nightmare. Right, exactly. being, sounds, you know. That's not even satire. That sounds exactly what they would <laughs> what they would it's do. It's the Frightmare event. Like, why yes. wouldn't you have this huge crossover? Why don't we have Squirrel Girl team up with Deadpool to fight a nightmare 
of themselves. It's like, ah, no, we don't need all that. It's fine. It's cool. It's okay. You know, but Marvel hit me up if you want more event ideas. This is just off the top. <laughs> I, that That's me coming up with it just right now, you know? Um, so, I'm going to be your mom uh, here. You need to pitch it. Yeah. Just call it Marvel.com. Call, call, up, call up Marvel.com. <laughs> Hello, operator. Can I get the the number for Marvel.com? We could patch you to the Marvel. No, I need I need the dot com. Yes. Um, a couple uh a couple things that I wanted to talk about real quick. The Ambassadors, which is Mark Miller's new book about essentially somebody unlocks the technology to give people powers, but she is only giving like a set amount of people that have to apply. You have to apply and show that you're a good person to get access to these powers and to be like a global superhero team. And so this is issue three and they've all been relatively one shots. Like they've been focusing on a different person in a different country. And what's throwing me off is it is surprisingly nice and optimistic versus Mark Miller tends to do satirical like stuff where like yeah people can be bad there's gonna be somebody bad that's going to kill innocent people but in this so far nothing like that has happened i think he may be worried about like any any pushback honestly like if you're gonna have an ambassador of a nation and you're gonna make them look bad he does it all the time though he does it all the time i mean that's why he when he writes about americans he writes americans really dumb because he's scottish like he writes Americans really dumb and that American politics is really corrupt. Like he did that with the ultimates um, when he was doing the ultimates and, 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 you know, and ultimates Two. like he was doing that. He, Mark Miller was the one who wrote ultimate X-Men for a long run. Right. And so like um, he tends to do that satire anti-establishment like thing. So he, he would be like, Oh, all you, you know, he doesn't what he doesn't do is he doesn't go like oh indian people are bad like people from india but he might be like well there's that corrupt leader of india like he'll talk about that he's not he doesn't shy away from that i think this is just one of his happier books at least so far you know i have a I think quick it's question good. you know sorry i'm, I'm kind of yeah. straight from the conversation um yeah. real quick because i know that uh time is short um and i know that manny read what's the furthest place from here how are you liking that comic honest take because yeah, i started same, reading it and i stopped it's the same problem as as neighbors except that we're on issue 12 and i still don't know what's going on <laughs> <laughs> that's how i felt it's, that's why i stopped like i was at like issue five and i still felt like i don't know what was going on or what like the whole the whole thing was so i just but i, I, I still want to know that's the problem with this book like i mm. i hate it but i still want to know what's going to happen so i forced myself to read it in the books they're not horrible i will say the furthest place is on the bottom of my, of my list this week but <laughs> because it kind of it went it did a flashback so like not only are you not explaining what's going on currently which is a lot of craziness but now you're doing another flashback this is like the third flashback about something else and i was just like we don't care about that right now i want to know what's going on here i will say that issue nine and ten did a lot of explaining on why the world is currently the way it is so there's there's that we did get that piece uh answered but we don't like we still don't know who the strangers are we don't know um 
why why the city is a legend. Well, what's the quick premise it. before we have to move on they, to the to, to <laughs> some other stuff? But what's the quick premise of this comic? Do we know? It um kind of it's like post apocalyptic. Okay. Yeah. And, and everyone's just trying to survive. Okay. Cool. And it, and by everyone, it's a bunch of fifteen years old and and younger. All right. Oh, and is this the thing where you become too old and you disappear or something? Yeah, you you either get taken by the strangers, what? or you just die because there are no adults and you die. And like in the very first issue, like there's a character that's pregnant and nobody knows that she's pregnant. Like she's obviously pregnant, but people are just like, "Yeah, you've gotten fat." <laughs> they don't know that she's. That they she's don't pregnant, understand. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because they're all kids and no one's told them. Like it's so, and um, there's different factions. There's just there's 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 like the um, like. Uh, album loving faction there's the police faction there's oh, the yeah. big bang big somebody business. had talked about uh, it on the uh, show before yeah it's it's good like that's what i'm saying like the premise is so good that i keep reading it but n- there are no answers given except for like nine and ten and i think what's so hard is that we've had some really good comics like the nice house on the lake rain or we've yeah. had like those like uh suspenseful things and it's just so good and we know it's just like boom 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 like it's we know kind of i don't know but it's good um i'm I'm gonna shout out a a couple issues that you guys had read i want just like some quick takes so we can like uh uh bang through them a little bit Uh, darth vader black white and red number one uh ambrosia what's your quick take on that um i loved it so um it's like the other um red uh black and blood um where it's um um, it's an anthology. Um, one is by Peach Momoko, where there's no words. It's just her artwork. And so it's all done. It's a story just through. Uh, it's a silent story, which yeah. is beautiful. Um, and then uh, Torin uh, Grenbeck, who has been writing Thor. I'm a huge fan of her. I got to interview her. She's like amazing. Um, and she got to do a Darth Vader story. And so I always am loving more women writing some of these Star Wars stories. Um, and I think she did a fabulous job on that. And so we have um, in the first uh, story, there's three or four stories in there. In the first story, we see um, a lot of more of like uh, emotional side of Darth Vader. And when you mentioned Padme, he's like, fabulous. I yes. love it. I love how your quick take is like, not so quick, but it was good. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a girl. It's like, yeah, give me a whole essay, Ambrosia. <laughs> I, I like hearing oh, what you have. I, I like hearing what you have to say. I'm not complaining. Okay. Um, that being said, uh, uh, we we gotta we gotta get through a couple of these more. Blue Beetle graduation day number six. Um, Manny, that was a finale. It sets up um, Jaime as the Blue Beetle yet again, which <laughs> I, I feel like it's been done. Yeah. But I think it's just to kind of set up the movie. But it was okay. it was a good finale. The art was consistent, not the greatest, but it was consistent. And um, I think overall, the whole story was great. There was a few okay. bad issues, but it's fine. Should I get it on trade? Uh, definitely. You, know, you, you, see, you see Superman in there. You see a whole bunch of other heroes come in to help him out. And uh, But I, I would, yeah, I would definitely get it for the trade. All right, cool. Uh, who read Grimm 10? That as well. And Grimm, it's just, it's finally setting up a villain which is great. Okay. I think I really love the interior artwork 
but uh the what what's been missing is is an antagonist and they're yeah. finally saying setting it up very well so all right um uh i know that's Ambrosia from muted. boom comics right grim yeah. uh or yeah image grim grim's from boom uh venom lethal protector two number two unless ambrosia you got are you busy oh no i'm fine okay we're just cool. playing with spiders uh real quick um 10 seconds oh. for this one um i love it it's a it's a typical like david michelini uh book and so i it's so nostalgic um i really enjoy it we have silver sable in here which is really fun um it's it's if you like silver sable or venom check it out eddie brock okay it's great all right um I, I didn't mention Sins of Sinister Dominion earlier. I, I didn't pick that as my pick of the week, but like it was but you really loved good. It. Yeah. Um, well, because this whole event has been slowly getting better and better in this yeah. alternate timeline. And they finally, spoiler alert, um, they finally rewound time. And but the problem was you have to if you rewind time, you have to prevent this from happening again. Otherwise, it's just gonna be a causal loop, right? So they had to do something different. And there was something big that was different that was sent back in time. And I don't want to spoil it, but um, this is one of those events. It's worth reading in trade. Maybe don't read the single issues. Read it as a trade. There's should be 11 issues total. A beginning issue, an end issue, and nine issues in between. Should be about 11 issues. Um, but it was definitely... It, I mean, it, it stuck the landing. I'm very interested in to see what the new normal of Krakoa is going Lisa, to be. I see you know? now. Is there still a ton of X Men going on? X Men, like yeah. in general? Yeah. I mean, Sinister, Sinister Dominion, yeah. But now I'm going to move on. Uh, I'm just going to cover a couple Perfect. more before we get going. Um, Thor 33. Uh, it's it's Doom. It's Hella. I don't know if you're. It was like, uh, pick it up when you pick up the next issue, you know? Like, it was what it was. It was okay. Uh, Monica Rambeau, Photon number five. I, sad to say, because I wanted to show my support for it. It was the final issue. It was issue five out of five. It did not stick its landing. It didn't matter. And if you don't read it, you're fine. Basically, it just ends with Monica realizing how powerful she is. She's known how powerful she is. What's what's the point? I, I don't know the point other than the amazing covers and the internal artwork. It really isn't worth getting. And that's sad because it gives fuel to people who are going to hate on Monica no matter what. It gives them fuel to be like, see, it was a bad issue. She's a bad character. That's that. And it sucks. I, I feel like and I, I always have to remind myself that when I know that something is so predictable, like we know that Monica is powerful. We know this. We've been reading comics forever. There is someone who just picked up that comic for the first time. That's their first comic. They don't That's know true. how powerful Monica is. So for That's them, true. the story is amazing. And I do have to remind myself like that because I, I act just like you just did right now. I'm just like, oh, we don't, we already know this. Why why are we getting the same story? And unfortunately, I, that, that's my reminder. You're right. Maybe maybe I'm looking at it from a wrong direction. Um, somebody online had said that this was their first Monica comic that they've ever read and that they liked it. So, I mean, with the Marvels coming out in a couple of months, maybe this is like supposed to be, you know, people's introduction to Monica. Read this comic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's just my maybe, positive maybe. side coming out, but no, that's I mean, like the rare instance that the positive yeah. side comes out. All right. For so me personally, just... <laughs> it was skippable. It was skip but for new readers, this might be a good jumping on point to the character, you know? 
Hey, no, um, Manny said something positive. That's, that's that, I just kidding. I, we are extremely proud of you. Yeah. Online um, clip right there. Uh, Captain America, symbol of truth, number 12. It's this Cold War event that is linking both uh, Steve Rogers series and Sam Wilson series together. Um, it's good. The art's good. We'll see where it goes. Again, it's one of those events where it's like, we'll see where it goes, you know? Green Arrow number one, I mentioned earlier, just that like, it's a good first issue, but it's just a first issue. And it leaves me like, ah, come on. But it's nice. There is a there is a reunion in this issue that may make you cry if you are if you know the characters like, you know, um, a dad gets his daughter back, you know. And so, um, you know, that was pretty good. Uh, Action Comics 1054 is is primarily the super family and then a couple of backup uh, little short stories at the end about specific super people. Um, And it's good. Again, Superman is 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 in a renaissance right now across multiple different media. Superman, Superman's back, baby. You know, Did this Superman, is the best that Superman's been treated in a long time. Are those his adopted kids now? Is that like yes. officially they're adopted? Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So he has two adopted kids. He has John. He has his cousin Kara. Kara has Power Girl. Right, they're they're kind of like different versions of each other. There's a whole Superman family. There's John Henry, uh, John Henry Irons, his um, niece or daughter. I think it's his niece, Natasha Irons. Um, there's a whole Superman family, and then there's Metallo is the main bad guy in this issue. So all in all, like again, Superman going through a renaissance. Uh, I, I I can't I can't say enough. Watch Superman and Lois, and then if you want some like '90s oh. cartoon. Superman the animated series is really good. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for coming on the show and talking, uh, talking with me about comics, being here. It's been it's been too long, and I wish you guys were. I wish you guys were. Um, I wish you guys were out here. Come to California and visit. Will do. I was supposed to be out there in September, but I think things change. But uh, I know, but I'll make a trip out there. Like they changed their school schedule, so I'll have more time. Oh, okay. Then I do have a trip planned to go out there sometime later this year. I'm telling you, just make specific. just make like a TikTok comic book uh like meetup and we'll make it happen. Like honestly, just like set a date and time and people will make it happen. We'll 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 see. I have some ideas that are in the works, but we'll yeah. see. Um before Can we Can you get imagine going... all of us writing Thunder Mountain together? It'll be magic. Yeah that's what that's what you want okay we'll make it happen <laughs> we'll make it happen great thanks um uh, uh i want to thank you guys so much for being on this show uh before we get going manny where can we find you what do you got coming up anything you want to plug oh youtube tiktok uh instagram everything is manny read comics manny reads comics and um no lately i've just been doing uh these highlight of the week and uh flop of the week because you can't you, not enough people talk badly about comics you know no. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's be com- yeah, let's be critical. Let's show people that like, yeah, they shouldn't waste their time on certain things. Understandable, but it's hard because I'll, I'll do the flop of the week, but I do the whole like the compliment sandwich. Like, it's good. This is why it's really bad, and it's also, but it's still good. And then I yeah I'll finish it with that. So. I love that's it good. so much. We need you in the world. Thank you. 
Uh, Ambrosia, where can we find you? What do you got? Um, you could find me at Comics and Cupcakes on TikTok and Ambrosia underscore Linda on Instagram and Twitter. I took a little bit of hiatus. I actually just like I took a month off. Um, I just started back up on Monday, and then I'll be doing my comic book history lesson. And um, hey, um, hold on one second. My comic book history lesson podcast will be starting up again. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Um, for, for anyone out there who has not followed Manny or Ambrosia, definitely go follow them. Uh, if you are watching us live, you're watching us at twitch.tv slash the Keeg show or youtube.com slash the Keeg show. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, that's wherever you get your podcasts from. So Apple podcasts, Google play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Uh, if you want to find us on social media, Instagram and TikTok are our two biggest ones at the Keeg show. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at the Keeg show as well, but TikTok and Instagram are our two biggest ones, uh, easiest ways to keep uh, track of us. If you want to find a comic shop near you, go to comicshoplocator.com and try out a couple because, you know, they're not chains. So you got to find the one that you vibe with. Um, Patreon.com slash The Keeg Show if you want to give back to The Keeg. It's pretty much our advertising budget. So, you know, uh, find a tier that works for you and, um, you know, you can donate to The Keeg. Um, we got comic talk every Thursdays. We got uh, the key talks every weekend. Uh, we got after shows after every Disney, Marvel, Star Wars shows. Uh, next one, I think, is Secret Invasion. So the Secret Invasion after show uh, uh, we'll be doing. Um, other than that, that's pretty much the gist of things. Um, um, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but I don't know. So that's okay. Uh, thank you guys, uh, everybody out there for watching and or listening. Uh, once again, I am your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been Comic Talk for the week of April 27th, 2023. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.